Hey y'all, it's your girl Miss Renee, and this is my podcast, Rose Gold and Magnolia. It's been such a decade, y'all, since I've been up here, and I had a t- I had time away from the podcast to build up stability. But we're gonna get more into all that. I'm just happy to be back. Um, when I do post this, it'll probably be later on within the week. But when you find this, I hope it reaches your heart and your mind, your body, and your soul. As always, y'all, you know, I'm always here to uplift, motivate, and support, and hopefully give you some tools and guidance based upon the experiences I've dealt with and how I got through them. So, let's go. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, the one and only, the hostess with the mostest, your local favorite host, Ms. Renee, and I'm back, y'all. I am so happy to be here in this mindset where I can pretty much allow myself to be vulnerable, mature, and extend my growth, my story of my growth. Um, I don't remember the last segment I did, but I know it was in the midst of a lot of heartbreak, pain, um, wanting forgiveness, giving forgiveness, having forgiveness, and just jumping into solitude, like being having self-control having that discipline to really allow myself to be vulnerable but in my own space not pretty much outside of myself sort of say like I, I realized within this journey I always needed to find validation or I needed to ask outside sources instead of really sitting like I've always been alone or always sat within my own comfort zone to figure things out but this time was like really personal not only was I doing that but I was building on my stability on my finances and my relationship with my kids and then most importantly the relationship with myself really growing to love and learn myself and seeing the things outside of myself that I was doing that was keeping me stagnant or even so stuck and I've learned so much from individuals these past couple years it's been eye-opening and it builds so much awareness within myself and I always talk about people blaming the world blaming the world and I feel like I was doing that too because at some point we have to take accountability of the choices and the choices we make and the ones we sit in with and when we kind of when you really have discipline and self-control to sit in solitude and really dissect what's keeping you in that space of low vibration low vibrations or keeping you at a hold, it's yourself. The blockages is from within, it's from with you. You're stopping yourself from being your greatest self. Um, and you always think you have to need people to build yourself up. No. I've I preached about this so much and I never took the time to 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 dwell and think, hey, you need to really install this within yourself. I hope this message reaches somebody today. This is not to have a pity party to me or anything like that, or even for yourself. This is for you to get up, know your worth, know you're valuable. No matter how many people parade and celebrate your downfall, how many people celebrate the BS, leave that in the past. Allow them to go through their journey, but focus on you. And even wish them well, because at the end of the day, it do you no good trying to seek vengeance. Do you no good trying to wish bad on the person that did you wrong? 
I feel like I have to stop talking negatively when I when things don't go my way or when things I feel like I was up against the wall. My back was up against the wall. I have to keep speaking positively because that's who I am. I always used to ask, and I think my prior segments, I always used to ask why God has given me the heart he's given me, and I get it. It's because that's who I am. God created me of a pure heart, and that's not to allow people to take advantage of it. It's really important to know who you're giving and who's taking. And if it's not an equal exchange, it shouldn't be an exchange. So really take that into initiative. You have to stop avoiding the red flags, even within yourself. We all want to go through life changing and we don't know where to go or where to start, but it really starts within our own self. We have to take the time away from everything else and really cut out the noise. I learned within these couple months is to enjoy the present moment. And that and that could mean anything. I was talking to a very good friend of mine and the present moment could be just sitting at home or going out enjoying music, enjoying people that like to celebrate life. Even if there's other people that just there for the moment. But even if you're in a room crowded full of 100 or 1,000 people, it's within you. All of that will block out, even, even if you feel like you're around a lot of people. Sometimes it's not even about that. I described it that way because you could be, again, in a room of a thousand people, but it's within your own happiness. Even though you're around a lot of people that's having fun, it, a lot of those people are really not really having fun. You have some people that really enjoy the moment, like being around good music, good food, just the vibe, the energy. Um, again, peace could be a good vibe in the, in the present moment. Just being able to have your own, being able to call something your own, or just having that that stability or that that <clears throat> just that happiness of just being at peace with life. It could be so many things, and and for you. It can only be special for you to feel that way according to how you feel within your own self. So it's very important to break down and write down these things that can help you achieve and get to that level of life. Because we're all at a different pace in life on our journey. And I always have to remind myself with that too. I can't be mad at where people are at in life. It's not for me to to be focused or fixated on that. I have to be focused on me. And don't fixate on the negative so much. I know sometimes we kind of try to figure things out like expected gadgets. Those answers will be revealed somewhere down the line. Things, people, subjects, objects is either a lesson or a blessing or a reason or a season. There's things you have to take from it, <clears throat> learn from it, relearn from it, and grow from it, and move forward. Everything that's supposed to or meant for you in that journey will be there. It cannot miss you. And that's another thing I have to focus on and, and stop doing is worrying and really jump into my faith, like build my faith with the relationship with God, with spiritual, you know, my spirituality, with spirit, with my ancestors. I believe in all that. That's who I am. You may have a different belief, but within myself and who I was created to be, who I am now, that's important to me. And I had to tap into that 100%, 110%. Um, <clears throat> it's not a facade. Like I even post about these things and 
<clears throat> I'm discreet about a lot of things, but my relationship with God is very important. I will spread that message to the day I die. Build that relationship with whoever and whatever you believe in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. It's just important because that's a part of who you are. We go through life thinking that life is a game and it's just, it's so precious. I've seen and heard so many things that have happened throughout these past couple of months and <clears throat> life is no joke. We really have to appreciate life for what it is and make it the best. Um, your livelihood is what makes you who you are. And how you live it and how you see things and how you go about it is very important and key to your happiness. <clears throat> Something is not making you happy. It's within yourself majority of times and you're attracting those things. That's why I say solitude is very important because then you can dissect and remove the things. The things that you remove, ask yourself, why are you removing them? That will answer the question and help you fix those issues within yourself, because nine out of ten is within yourself. Those are the things that you need to work on, and that's why I say healing. One thing is about Pisces. I'm a Pisces, and you know we're very spiritual beings. We believe in the signs and the law of you know, the universe and the law of spirituality, and we know everything doesn't happen by accident. Everything always has a reason, no matter if it's by accident or not. It's not a coincidence. <clears throat> we believe in growth. We believe in transformation. We believe. We believe in death, rebirth. We believe in all those things. And that's what, who we are to create a different source of who we are in our own world. And I was talking to my sister about this. Sometimes we can't, when we face reality, we try to hide in our fantasy world, but then we have to come back down and see life for what it really is and how we can change our own environment instead of trying to change somebody else's. Once we change our own environment, you will see how things play around you and how they will start pouring into your own environment your own cup and one thing you can learn from us or anybody that's tapped in is that if you wanted to not recreate but yeah like create an environment where whatever old wasn't working you're gonna you're gonna recreate the new and if you're really really serious about that you're gonna take the utmost of initiative to do so. There's nothing that's going to stop you from doing that. And your environment is very important because if you have an environment that's causing you to be stagnant or stuck or not causing you to grow, then you already know what the issue is. And I always always used to say this to a lot of people, like, that is one of the major important things in life. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a single mom, single dad, if you're a couple, a married couple, the person, people that you place yourself around play a big factor in what you got going on. If there, if it's not adding to your growth, it's diminishing the things you're trying to achieve, you have to change that. You have to eliminate, remove, and delete. If you do not take the initiative to do that, you will always be stuck because the individuals that see you, they know your potential, and they don't want you to get that. They're going to always keep you. At the bottom, they don't want you to see hard on them. And if anybody that you're working with or that you're associated with like that, remove yourself from them. It doesn't matter how much it hurts. Because hopefully, if you made a big impact on that individual or people or persons, they will evolve on their own terms. 
while you're evolving. And you guys, if God prevents, prevails that, you will meet in those chapters. If not, they weren't meant to be there. Or it wasn't meant to be there. Or the situation wasn't meant to be there. Whether it could be a job, it could be a book you've written, it could be music. Those things will reveal itself. And if you have questions, you don't have answers to the questions you've been asking, trust me, they will reveal. But you have to sit in solitude. You have to give all of that to God. You have to. When I say this is so important, you have to have a belief system. I don't care what type of religion, spirituality you believe in. You have to believe it's something bigger than you. You have to stand for something because if you don't, you're going to fall for anything. And that that analogy is the the most realest thing I've ever gone by. So whenever you feel your, yourself at a place where things are really not growing, things are not looking up, start sitting down. Not only just praying and talking to God, but write these things down. Manifest, pray for a new beginning, a new start. You're going to, and I always say this, the thing with revealing these things, you're going to have to face them. You have to face yourself. A lot of times when we are the ones that are creating this environment, we are afraid to face ourselves. I had to face myself. And still to this day, I have to face myself. But I'm so proud of the, the young woman, the individual I am now, because now I see the things I've done, the mistakes I've made. I've hurt. I've caused pain. I've made mistakes. I can tell you one thing. It never was intentional. It was always about the environment I was placed in. And I had to make that right within myself so I could be better for the individuals or the opportunities that were coming my way that are here or coming in advance that are, you know, I, you know the things that are coming along that aren't here yet, that may be already here yet. I had to better myself and see where I was in the wrong because that will show me why that person mirrored this or why that, you know, these are things, sometimes it'd be us, it'd be ourselves. We got to stop um, victimizing ourselves. We got to be real. And we are in that stage. We're cutting out the victimization. We're saying, oh, shit. Excuse my French, but I was the issue in that situation. This is why this person did this. But even though, again, those questions that haven't been answered, they will be revealed. They will be revealed. You just have to take the time and have the faith to allow it to come and face it. But in a mature mind, everything doesn't always have to be an aggressive reaction. Sometimes things are supposed to be in its own timing, and it will happen eventually. But when it does present itself, do it with grace, because you never know the outcome. I love y'all so much. This is going to be great when I post this. You guys, I miss the podcast. I miss being the vocal point for things that are going on in my life. You know, sometimes you do have to take time to decide to kind of allow people in those chapters. And I, I, I'm very open when it comes to my chapters in life. Some things I'm discreet about because I have to be because my own personal space is my space. But these, this message was really on my heart because I know there are individuals out there that are going through the same thing. And I, I appreciate you. I applaud y'all. So no matter what, go through it. You're going to get through it. It's the calm before the storm. But no matter what, put your crown on, fix your crown, kings and queens. Goddesses, is gods, men and women, boys and girls, children of all ages. You're going to get through it. Just have the faith and always do things with love as much as you can. 
I love y'all. Please, when I tapped into this podcast today, I knew it was going to be powerful. So I hope this message reaches your home and you find peace within it. I love y'all. Please share this podcast, this segment to a loved one that may need possibly need this message. But as always, it's always been real. I love y'all. Peace and love. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Michelle Renee. Hope all is well. If I sound like I'm out of breath, y'all, it's because I am. <laughs> but I have good reason to be. Just came in and got settled in. And I have a segment that was near dear to my heart. Let's start off with a good morning. Hopefully you got your tea or your coffee and you're starting off the day right with positive energy. Not all mornings can start off positive, but try to have a mindset as though. If not, build it along as the time progresses throughout the day because it's not that easy to be positive. But for the most part, try to create that environment. So, good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday, I can't even talk, y'all. But it is Tuesday, right? Yes. And we are in the month of November, SAS season. Now, I don't know much about SAS season, but I do know for the most part, it's going to be very productive, very, very career driven. Um, I'm probably like a refocusing lens type of stage. So if you're in that state of life, state of mind, or in that journey in life, Definitely put 110% in it because it's very important to do so. And everything you endure or encounter, whatever goals you want to achieve, stick to it. Write them down and stay persistent and consistent. But let's jump into the segment. Today's topic I want to talk about is teachers versus students. Students versus teachers. Now, the beauty about me is the experiences I've had experience in life um it allowed me to be observant to be a student that means to study and to calculate why and how what when and where people us as human beings how we delegate some things in our lives especially career-wise and I I was able to be a not only have the position as a teacher, but also as a student, as an employer. I feel like being an employer is a student. You're training, you're learning, you're studying to be put in a position to become a teacher. So I had the best of both worlds. And, and being a college student, I have that experience and knowledge of that as well. So I try to tie this segment up in the best way, knowledgeable, that I can explain it through my experiences. So rock with me here. So before I do that, this is Rose Gold Magnolia. I'm your favorite local host, Ms. Shay Renee. Tune in, tap in. If you are catching this segment, please share. Hopefully you can take a message from this and take it with you. It's always love, y'all. Let's jump into it. So I feel like, and this is no shade. This is no, like, um... This is not being disregarded the position. It's just my my knowledge of it, my opinion at the end of the day. Um, when you go into the profession of being a teacher, I feel like in my heart you have to have a passion for it. Not just being around the students, you want to make a difference in their life, but also for yourself. So when you go into the profession, the best thing is to do is to go to school for it. Yes, learn the basics, but also tweak it in a way where it is performed in a way where you're naturally doing it, where it, it comes out as a positive environment um, or mindset. You have to 
I always say, before you put yourself in, in a position like that, picture it. How do you see your classroom? What curriculum do you want to put forward and push through these kids in their mindset? And how do you want the, them to utilize it in their future? And that's brilliant to me. Because I feel like if you don't have that mindset as a teacher, you should not be teaching. If you don't have the patience for it, you shouldn't be a teacher. One thing's for sure. Two things for certain. Patience is the biggest key to have going into the school system. And know what age bracket you're going to be best fitted in. If you're not good with being an extrovert around children at a certain age, like teenagers, for instance, do not put yourself in a predicament to do that. Don't do it because of the buck. Because a lot of teachers do not get paid well. And and people always say, well, we don't get paid good as teachers. So why are you even in that? Let's, Let's just stick to the pay station. Stick to the base. Anyway, so having that analogy first firsthand is the best bet for your interest in becoming a teacher. So I feel like you have to map it out. A lot of adults go into teacher positions because their parents were teachers, their their parents' parents were teachers, and the list goes on. So they grew to kind of be adapted in that environment because of family history. No, 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 no. At some point in life, we make choices. And at a certain period in life, we know what something's for us and not for us. So, patience is a virtue. And I'm a, this is the teacher version first, then I'm going to go into the students. <clears throat> the beauty about being a teacher is that you can change the mindset of kids if that is the common goal. And you can utilize whatever curriculum they put in place and tweak it. And you can teach them things that they don't even know that are important that they can utilize in the future. I feel like as teachers, you have the creative drive and the creation to uh, tune the curriculum, curriculums or the syllabus or the studies that you prevent, present to your students. You have these tools, the book, the knowledge to give to these kids and you kind of stick to the basics. Think outside the box. Our children are in need. God has placed you guys as the teachers of the universe. You guys have the most important position in life itself. And some of y'all don't see that gift. I mean, I feel like at some point, if you're placed in that position, it's not by accident. But if you're forcing yourself to be a teacher just because it's some a little it's it's an easier position to maintain because it's not much you have to do, all you're doing is green in a paper and keeping it moving, then you should not be a teacher. Point blank period. Don't be out here teaching these kids nonsense. And don't be bringing your personal issues to Okay, let's talk about it. We are humans. We go through stuff, good and bad. And I always tell my kids, you got to remember these teachers are humans. They go through stuff. But if you can't mold and adapt in an area and control your moods and anger and emotions and sadness, whatever's ongoing in your life and you bring it to work to now project it onto these kids, call out. Or... Try to get your mood in a position where it's not going to affect the kids. Now, you got some knuckleheads in the classroom that kind of push those buttons. But we're not going to get to the students yet. Let's, let's stick to the teacher's perspective. 
So I do understand that teachers are, excuse me, are human beings. And they do go through things on a daily basis. They have their own personal lives. And sometimes certain situations we can't prevent from happening when we go to work. It's like, dang, I don't want to bring this energy to the school or this, you know, my classroom. But it's really, if you're in that mindset, you should have the communication with your colleagues, your team, your staff. And utilize your substitutes, your best substitute that can bring that energy into the classroom. Nine out of ten, if you present a a healthy environment in your class, you're going to get good students. And, and if you got to remove one or two knuckleheads out of your class, do so. You guys have a lot of power, and I think you don't see it that well. But anyway, and then you really have some teachers that really don't care. And I'm going to be, let's keep it funky. Some some teachers don't. But then that's where it goes back into don't be in a profession where you're really not passionate about it. Where you can't kind of like mold, you know, or create physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And I feel like if you're not tuning all of those, maybe you should move in a different direction in the school system. Just saying. For the great teachers out there, I applaud y'all because we need y'all more than everything, especially with our kids. We, you know, I'm talking about far as in the school system, and it's very important that outside of school, our kids are being taught well as well. So let's place that. Um, but it's also important that you guys utilize that in school as well. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the teachers. Um, and again, this is my opinion. However you go about your day as a teacher in that, in that profession is how you want to go about it. But, you know, the advice is there. Um, and that's all I'm going to put on that. Now let's get to the students. Now you have a thousand maybe a couple of hundred to a school base of students in one school system, in one school facility building. So many different ages, so many different grades, so many different assignments. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, before I do go into the students, uh, grading. Grading is a big thing, too. Don't use your bad day. Teacher has a, let me give you an example. Teacher has a bad day with students or a couple of students, one or two students. And it, the student is performing well in their, their assignments. Don't make their, 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 their mental, their mindset, their, their, their power they're putting into their assignments. Don't let that affect their, um, how do you say it? Whatever. Uh, energy that you carry within a situation that happened within that day. Say you get into it with a student, the same student that has been brilliant with all his studies. Don't use his studies as a consequence. I think that's very, that's a disrespect to the child because it lowers their confidence and affects their ability to perform on any studies or curriculum that you present to them. Whatever you're facing with that student, stick it Stick to the situation, not their performance when it comes to their studies. A lot of teachers use the grade systems as a as, and a, and, and uh, um I'm sorry I'm my words is just because it, it frustrates me with that. 
they use that as a consequence to lower the kid's confidence. Stop doing that. If a child's having a bad day, just like you are having a bad day, don't don't threaten them on work studies and their grade level of things because you're having a bad day or you guys got into a situation. Stop doing that. Some of you teachers are causing these kids to suffer because of a situation that happened to occur in school or something that happened prior to that and it ain't got nothing to do with certain students. This is where I say adapt, adaptation or being adaptive or controlling your emotions on certain situations in school as a teacher is very important. If a child is performing well, don't let them a, a situation like like that. It don't even have to, sometimes don't even have to do with that student. It could happen to, I mean, it could have happened with the class prior to that with a couple other students, and that's what I'm saying. It's so hard to be in a teacher sometimes because you could be a great teacher and you got some knuckleheads that will pour that bad energy onto you, and now you you're you're projecting it to good students or students that you barely have an issue with and you just had an issue with them with that day and you're projecting them to their grades. Stop doing that. Take a moment to the side. You need a break. This is why communication and having this school, this team, uh, your, your, your colleagues to back you up when certain situations like this occur, I think they should have. And this is to the staffs and, and the board of ed. If your teachers are overwhelmed, they're being burnt out, and they're going through things, have subs stand by. I know there's a lot going on with the school system and the pay rate, rate and all that stuff like that, so you don't, you don't have the um, capacity to hire a lot of people to back these teachers up. Well, there should be some type of system where your teachers have that that leniency to go and take a moment to themselves to get their energy back up to par because guess what? Not not only is it affecting their position, but it's affecting other good students. It's affecting great students that really want to achieve. And this is why I said teachers are the the one of the greatest people on the universe right now because they're they're in control of our kids' future. So we have to step into place with that. So all the board events in every town, uh, schools in every town, you guys need to utilize that mindset. This is, It's an energy at the end of the day. Everything is energy, y'all. Let it be effective in a way where it's going to not affect the good students. Let's get to the students. Now, energy. Let's let's stick to the energy. Students, everything, and it's right. When the teachers say everything you learn at home and the energy you learn at home, it affects them in school. So us as parents, because our kids are students when they're home too, we have to make sure our foundation is balanced or is, is leveled in a certain manner where our kids are not going to school in a manner where they're being disrespectful to these, two, to these teachers and these staffs. You know what I mean? So it's our best. We as the parents of the universe, we are the teachers of our students when they're outside of school. Now, sometimes you have students that have them have a mind of their own. This is why I feel like every chapter, every stage of our life, we have to take accountability. We have to utilize, observe the way we are, our actions and how we think and move within life. Because our kids pick up on it. They're sponges. They learn from everything. Don't ever think that your child's not learning nothing from you because they do. Energy is big. 
Whether you see that you're teaching them or not, you're always teaching them. It's pouring right into them. So guess what? If you are a parent that ain't stand up or that's as dependable, that's consistent, that's on point, guess what? Your kids are going to have the same traits. Now, I know my kids aren't perfect kids, but they're good kids and they love their studies. But they have some things they need to tweak because guess what? I got some things that I need to tweak. But I make sure that when it comes to their study, they put their best foot forward. They try very hard and they do great at it. Do they lack off sometimes and need the extra help or they have to put extra effort into stuff they do? Absolutely. No child is perfect. But that's where we come into play with that. So if your child is going to school being a knucklehead, guess what? Somewhere in that foundation at home, somebody's being a knucklehead. Or you're not just tapping it to what your child got going on. Be all up in your child's business. It's important because it's affecting the classes. It's affecting other students around. It's affecting the teachers, the good teachers. And I'm saying good teachers because they are great teachers in the school system that really want to teach these children, that love what they do. You kids are not making it a great environment sometimes. Now, for the kids that are, I, I feel bad because you're put in a position with 100 other kids, 20 other, 30 other kids in the class that you have to be affected by this as well. And all you want to do is learn. All you can do is study and, and observe and learn the way you can. It's just bad because our kids are trying to figure themselves out. And that's just the biggest thing right there. And then. Them trying to figure out why they're being taught, how they're being taught, and who is this person in front of me teaching me? Why are they teaching me this? How is this going to affect my life in the future? Some kids think like that. Some kids really don't care. But guess what? When your child is at a point in life when their mentality is that I don't even care about this, then guess what? Family, foundation, what's going on at home? Why is your child not caring too much about their studies? I know we. Um, I'm in one of the um, uh, parent based programs, groups in on social media. I'm not going to tell you which one. And I'm very observant. I love reading how some of these <laughs> parents be up there posting and stuff like that. And it's hilarious to me. Um, a lot of them mean well. But it's just like the thought process sometimes with certain things. I'm like, what? But a lot of those parents are first-time parents and they need guidance. That's another thing, too. Like, these young parents that are birthing young kids, they need help. They need the OGs to come and help them. So, utilizing a group. I mean, oh, I got a, ooh, I had a, not an epiphany, but a thought. I think we should start building more groups like that for young, for young and seasoned parents that have been in the game for a while to really tutor and help these young parents because they need guidance to help their kids. Again, like when you're a first time parent, you don't really know. But anyway, let's get back to the students. So you have the students that want to learn, the students that are trying to figure these teachers out because you have conversations within the classroom that we parents aren't there to hear. We can only go off of what's being said from both sides. So it's like you have to have discernment with how what type of child what type of kid your child is. And based upon their energy when they come home telling you a story. Um, sometimes certain kids tell stories. And let's be real. And then we have to, as parents, we have to be, uh, we have to hold ourselves accountable with what type of kid we got, we're raising. You know what I mean? So it's like, that. That's I think that's the standing point right there. Um, 
And if you have a child that lacks off and stuff like that, then you, you have to, and your biggest, it's your priority to fix that. Because the child is trying to, again, do a thousand and one things outside of the class, inside of the class. So if you're a student and you're trying to figure out why this teacher energy is like that, it's not really for you to dissect. If you're finding it hard to study in a certain class, go to your counselors. Have them forward information, this conversation with your parent, their, your, their parent, and keep that communication in, in that barrier because you can't ever say, okay, I put my best foot forward. And children, students out there, you guys have the power to do that. Use your mouth. You Be vocal. If you're really very, if you're, if studies and school is important to you, your education is important to you, because again, we parents have to utilize the installers in our kids. You have to use your voice. You have to speak up. Stop allowing these teachers, some of these teachers that use their power in a negative way to silence you. Now, if you have teachers that are not trying to do that, then you need to create a communication barrier with your teachers, your counselors, your parents, and you are on the same path. Because I guess I none of the ten. Not everybody in that in that environment is going to be as positive. It's going to be at least one bad teacher, maybe two, maybe three, and a couple of kids. That's going to make it difficult for this process to happen, but it can happen. No matter what challenges you students face, overcome it. Get through it. We're all here learning and trying to revamp and reset and learn and figure things out. So it's a, it's a human experience um, for the children that don't want to learn. It's like you're just a squirrel trying to get a nut. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a vulgar way. I just You're just there. Like you go to school, you waste time, eight hours, and you go home. It's like, but guess what? That's foundation. It all boils back, trickles right back down to how you're being taught and raised at home. Because that's exactly, that's what the effect is going to be when you go out to any environment, whether it's school or not. But at some point, students, at a certain age, you have to figure out if education is something that you want to do. And this is not for you to drop out of school. I feel like education is very important, whether you're bad or not. You could be a bad kid if you want to be. That's your that's your decision. But utilize education right now as much as you can because that's going to be your only way out. I mean, it's not always your only way out. But if you feel like school isn't for you, you need to talk to your parents to find a program or school that can fit your needs. Parents, we have to be on it with our children that are having a hard time with not just the agenda for the curriculum, but for their physicality, their spirituality, their energy, their their thought process when it comes to these these delegations in life. Sometimes they can't handle it. That's why we need to know what type of children we have out here. Some of these children are really struggling bad. They, they are in need of help. We can't be a blind eye to that. We really have to put our best foot forward when it comes to our kids. They need our help. Jobs can be put to the side sometimes. People have to be understanding. Like, period. People out here are, are all parents. I don't care. If you don't have kids, this is not... This is not to you. If you have kids and you're in a management position and you have a team that you're and you can't understand a parent's position when they got certain kids that are struggling in certain areas, forget you then. But for the ones that understand, 
then you should be understanding. But you got the ones that are pretend and that just do things because it benefits them, whatever. But if you have the ones that understand and that they're lenient with that, then cool. But anyway, um, yeah, at the end of the day, it all trickled down to us as parents. Um, but students, you know, try your best. Try to be better students. If you aren't giving these good teachers or these teachers a hard time, try to reevaluate your actions as much as you can. If you don't understand that, go to your parents. If you're able to talk to a adult about the situation, talk to an adult that's really dependable, that's reliable, that you know will get the job done, and it will be in your best interest. Try to recreate. You guys create TikToks, Instagrams, Roblox, blocks, whatever you want to call it, all day, every day. If you got that type of mindset to spend that much time to do all that, you got the same amount of time to do that in your studies. Okay? That is going to be my segment for today. I have a lot more to say about this, but this is enough. So I hope teachers, professionals, students, observers, you know, uh, good or bad, whatever world you want to place yourself in, make it a better environment in the school systems because our kids need you. Teachers, we need you. Um, parents, we need you. Um, we all need to create a village for these children because they need it. It's very important. Our kids are nothing without education. So not only are they supposed to learn in school, but at home. Build that foundation to the best way you can. And if you need help with doing that, reach out. There's so many resources out here. There's so many good people. There are good people out here. And despite all the craziness that's going on, there's still good people out here with resources that can help you. First-time parents, if you're struggling, my doors, I swear to you, I am wise beyond my age. And I can say that. I don't have all the answers, but I have experiences. And I know... I can give you some proper tools to help you along the way. At least if you're really, really interested in that information, if you need the help. Um, I have to be very careful of my energy, though. But I don't mind sending resources to help people in this avenue because it's not the easiest journey. Um, As teachers, I commend y'all. We love y'all. You guys are the teachers of the universe, and we need more great teachers in the school system. But students, make it a great environment as well for these teachers so they can teach you guys. Because a lot of them do want to um, create a base, a good base in, in, the class, in, the, in the classrooms and the system to where you guys can utilize these tools in the future. <sighs> y'all, it's been real. It's been real. It's been real. It's the second segment for this month. I'm quite, 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 quite happy about this. So if you're not having the best morning, try to have a great afternoon. Get your coffee and tea. Let it brew. Let it sit in your system. Try to meditate before you go out into the world. I know we face challenges every day, but get through it the best way you can. And always keep God first. I love y'all. Teachers versus students. Students versus teachers. Where can we find the happy medium? I love y'all. Spread the word of love and hope as much as you can. Meditate on some situations. If you can't, give it to God. But always spread love. I love y'all. It's your favorite local host, Michelle Renee. This is my podcast, Rose Gold Magnolia. And I will see you guys later. Peace.
Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Marjay Renee, and this is my podcast, Rose Gold and Magnolia. And today's topic, y'all, today's segment, yes, I'm just going to jump right into it, is what is your purpose in a relationship? Both You have the both the masculinity or masculine, femininity and feminine version of the two dynamic individuals that are paired in this relationship or seeking seeking something within this relationship. Are you seeking, chasing after the dynamic of love or purpose? Or both. That is something that needs to be decided within communication between two individuals. Um, my name is, my name is, you already know who it is, your favorite local host is Jay Renee, and let's jump into it. So that's the topic for today. I want you to think about that before I really dive into it, because I was just watching a video on the the concept of a relationship or the, the actual purpose of it. And when you have two individuals that are seeking for that um, entire unity between one another, there has to be a a purpose or a point. Like, why am I getting myself involved within this environment, within this space? Um, once you can answer that question, then you already know, is it an actual purpose or is it just something, is it just something for the moment? Is, is it to fill the void? When you're trying to fill the void, there is no purpose. You're either bored, you have many options, or you're not in your healing process. When you're not in your healing process or in your healing journey where you're supposed to be cultivating your own healing and utilizing your past experience to renew the best version of yourself, then you do not, you no longer chase anything within a relationship. Um, when you're not acting and on your healing, you are going to always chase, and then the opposite is going to always want to run. So when you're in that type of mindset, there's no reason for you to be even trying to be involved with anyone or considering it. Um, I think before you even decide to even date and you've been through so much trauma and you're going through a process of um, solitude, um, and depending on what level of solitude you're on, you could be in solitude or isolation, whatever you want to call it, or need be, and still be, you know, coming out of that healing journey. If you're in the beginning stage of your healing journey, I advise, and this is my own opinion, to stay within yourself. Keep learning who you are. Keep loving yourself. Keep pouring into yourself. Keep trying to figure out who you are and what you can see yourself or what type of relationship you can see yourself with or the type of person you can see yourself I'm united with. Um, when you're in that thinking mindset of your own inner environment, then you need to take the time to do so. But if you're coming all the way out of that, you're out of your shadow work process, you're out of your, your traumatic trauma bondage, your 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 karmic relationships, all that stuff has been in your past. Now in your belief or whatever you your your religion is based on for spirituality, you want to walk by faith. Because then you know when the person seeks you and they find you, there is either a lesson or a blessing within that purpose. But that's something that you have to be in observing it. And, again, it still has something to do with the environment or the space you're in. What level of space are you in in your life? Now, I do want to say that you don't fully come to a point where you're going to be fully healed, but you're going to be in a better, if you're in a better mindset or a better place in your life, that you can say, okay, I have room for this significant other or this person I can see myself with, then that will be your own choice. 
But if you feel like you have a lot that needs that needs to be worked on and a lot of things that you still want to build upon your own self and in your own environment, then take the time to take your time. Everybody's rushing to the finish line again to try to rush to that mark because they don't think they have time. And sometimes some people don't have time. It's just depending on where you're at. You know, and everybody's mindset and the way they move, they operate at a different level. But that's if you're, if that's in your purpose or your goal. A lot of people don't want to date. A lot of people don't want to be with nobody. They just want to have all these opportunities. They used to be in these lustful situations. And that's, listen, I'm not here to judge. That is your own life. That is your own thought, thinking process. That's, that's how you want to carry uh, other individuals in your space. But you need to be in communicative. Uh, communication with people within that within that level where you are in life. You need to allow people to know what type of space you're in so they can make this a choice for themselves. This is based on experience. A lot of times communication is not um, an importance, and it, it is important. You want to allow that person to make their own choice. You don't want to cause confusion. You don't want to lie. And these type of things get people in a situation and hooked on to trauma bondage, relationships that are unhealthy, relationships that are toxic. I wanna I wanna add in on that. A lot of times we confuse knowing our worth, our self value, when we distance ourselves from a situation. That's why communication key you need to ask why well, if it comes to that point where that conversation is led to that, ask why the individual is pulling away. If that conversation plays into that point. Don't just assume. A lot of times people marry each other too. Again, you have to know the type of person you're you're you're, you're allowing in your space, whether it's platonic or not. Even if you're sharing a space with a friend, somebody new, a stranger, someone you know for a long time, and you just reunited. You gotta, you gotta remember. People change, people go through these processes in life. You don't know where they're at sometimes, so you have to be in communication of that, and know the type of person. You want to allow them to know the type of person you you are, and you want to know where they're at. So that, but the the thing with the video that um I I just recently saw about relationship, you definitely want to know the purpose of the relationship you're getting involved in. When you don't have a purpose in a relationship, there is no relationship. There's just lust, toxic bondage, unhealthy toxic traits, and more. Unhealing wounds, parts of you that you haven't even sat down to to dissect. So it's so much, so many factors. A lot of people that don't want to operate in that mindset, they go into relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship because they're trying to fill a void instead of seeking a purpose. A lot of a lot of unhealthy relationships seek a void. They need a space to be filled so they won't be vulnerable, so they won't be emotional, so they won't be in their femininity. That's men's side. Or women don't want to be in their masculinity because we all have that same. We all have that balance that yin and yang. It's only it's only energy. So when I say masculinity or femininity, it doesn't mean the actual person. It just means the energy within that person, the internal energy of that significant other. So when these people don't want to act in their higher self, they fill a void. They have to fill this cup, this half cup, because they don't want it to overflow in this purpose. Are you are you are you are y'all following me? 
So it's so important if you seek this person or you see this person in your future, you need to make it very clear communication what is it that you want or what is it that you're looking for. Very important. I don't think people know how important that is. And if you hear clicking and stuff like that, I'm in my car, y'all. I had to post this this podcast because it just dawned on me. This is such a beautiful journey right now in life. For anybody that's in enlightenment, in awakening, or just in a better version of in their self, in their journey of solitude, isolation, and hermit mode, they seek purpose. These are individuals that are trying to change for the better of themselves so they could be better for the next person. Ain't that beautiful? It's like a sacrifice within a sacrifice, but for the good. You're not allowing your old past or old people or old negative energy to stop you from moving forward. Now, everybody wants to change. Everybody's in a changing period. But you have to allow people to do that within themselves. That's if they're trying to change. I've learned that you can't judge people. It's so hard not to, but you got to see it for what it is sometimes. you got to see it for what it is sometimes. But you got to allow people in that space to do their own thing. But communication is key. I mean, I, sometimes communication is very strange. It's very weird. But it's uncomfortable because we don't, 100% out of the time, don't have it. And then there was another video I saw yesterday how sometimes we as women think we are great communicators when sometimes we're not. We as human beings fail to be very transparent in communication, very real, very honest. So we tend to run to face the truth. Very true. I've allowed myself, I'm a big communicator. Sometimes I may, I may communicate in a different language to some people. But I'm very vocal, very realistic when it comes to what I, where I'm at in life, in my world. But this is for you to have that space to be real with me. That a lot of times you have great communicators or people that are good at communicating. If they're communicating to you, they're opening that space for you to talk. But a lot of times we think we're just supposed to do so listen, which we are. Don't get me wrong. If you know you're the the biggest communicator, communicator in a relationship, sometimes it is your turn to just sit silent and just listen and feedback the response when it's need be. But when it's when it becomes when it's supposed to become a balance, a yin and a yang, it's supposed to take you guys are supposed to take that opportunity of turn to allow each other to be open and vulnerable in that space. You get what I'm saying? So it's such a beautiful journey, such a beautiful time to renew and walk within purpose from now on. If you're really trying to seek a healthy relationship and you're trying to get out these toxic traits, these toxic ways, you're trying to leave the past in the past, I advise you get into a solitude or isolation mode where you can really focus on self, figure out the things you need to heal and work on within yourself, within your own environment, and the game will change. You're going to meet people in a certain level of your life, and don't be afraid of it. Some people are really meant to be in your life to help you. They're either there for the short term or the long term, but you have to not be clean to that situation. Allow people to have that freedom to move around. But if you're if you're serious about somebody 
And that individual is giving you mixed, mixed signs and you need to fall back. You need to take a second and dissect the situation and have and bring that communication into play and figure out where you stand. Because you don't want to keep allowing these these toxic or traumatic ways or patterns to keep resurfacing. You want to nip it in the bud right there and there so you know that person knows where you're at and where you're not going to really be playing with or be played with. And that goes for both men and female. Men, you know what? It's so beautiful to have men to conversations about the things that they want and the things that they need and the things that serve their purpose because Men are coming becoming more vocal when it comes to relationships because they're really there are men out there that are seeking a purposeful relationship in a woman. A lot of time, lady, we don't have our stuff together either. But that's that's where communication comes. I swear, I think communication is like the biggest thing in especially our cultural background, our cultural people. Uh, you know, it's just it's very hard because we didn't have that at a certain point in our life, but we got to stop making excuses of it as we get older. We're in control of our own destiny some way, somehow. We get to change our environment, our way of living, if we're really trying to make that change of effort into those relationships. So take a moment. If you do come across this segment on my podcast, dissect it. Break it down. See what it means to you and find your purpose. I love y'all. As always, it's been a pleasure to always just jump on and just give you my, my thought process on things. There's so many great people out there that are spewing this message and this information out. And you guys, if you're really on that journey, take heed to it. So I hope you take something with this, share it to a family, friend, a loved one, somebody that may possibly need to hear it. I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday over the weekend and a, a good weekend to come. I appreciate y'all so much. You know you can always click the link on anchor.com or go into my link tree, and you can listen to my upcoming new episodes. I am here, y'all, your favorite local host, Ms. J. Renee. If you want to start your own podcast, I advise you to go to acre.com and start sending or setting up your, your program, your your fan base, or, you know, start where you where you want to, how you want to run your podcast, what type of message you want to get across, and definitely hit up to anchor.com and start that process. I love y'all. Keep dreaming. Keep chasing your goals. It'll always be great. And try to tap into your higher self. Change is here, y'all. I love y'all. This is Rose Gold Magnolia. Your favorite local host is Jay Renee, and I am out. Peace.